welcome to Living at Your Finest podcast, a podcast devoted to helping women to live at their finest holistic health so that they are empowered to possess their worth, nourish their bodies and spirits, and triumph as health champions. I am your host, Dr. Babalola, aka Dr. Babs. I am a board-certified family physician, health and fitness coach, and the founder of Living at Your Finest Company. Have you struggled with your holistic health, spirit, mind, and body? Perhaps you thought you had it all figured out only for it to come tumbling over. Imagine consistently living at your finest health with information that can transform your life and allow you to triumph holistically. Well, search no more. This podcast is just for you. Together, we can triumph on this journey of holistic health as my guest and I share lessons learned from our personal health journeys using an exciting holistic approach, fun, fundamental, and faith-based. So I hope you're ready for some fun and candid dialogue. Happy New Year, living at your finest champions. We made it to 2021. What a blessing. Dr. Bob's here as your host for the first episode in 2021, episode 20. I hope all is well with you and yours. I trust that you enjoyed the holiday season and you are safe and sound. Thanks for tuning in to the Living at Your Finest podcast. You are in for a wonderful treat, if I may say so myself. Today, I will be talking about how to maintain a constant presence so that you can live at your finest. I will discuss the top five ways to achieve this in the new year and beyond. But before we get to that, it's time to feature our first Living at Your Finest Champion of the Year in person of Dr. Nadidi Bagger. I love this session of the podcast because this is where we have women encouraging women on ways to live at our finest holistic health. Thanks, Nadidi, for sharing your win with us. Hi, everyone. My name is Nadidi Bajaplange, and I am a clinical pharmacist by profession. I'm a mom of two very active boys, and I'm also a wife. For me, the thing that I go to when I need a me time is running. I picked up running roughly 10 or so years ago as a form of exercise just to lose weight after having one of my sons. But over the years, it's become way more than that to me. Running has become my go-to place. Um, I still run at least once a week. And usually when I'm running, I'm doing a lot of reflection. I do a lot of thinking. I do a lot of um, brainstorming when I'm running. And it just keeps me centered. Um, It's become my therapy. Um, Usually when I'm stressed, I just put on a pair of running shoes and go for a short run and just decompress. So it's become a lot of things to me. But beyond that, it's also given me the opportunity to meet a lot of um, amazing women, especially in the running world. And they become my sisterhood. They become more like sisters to me. And so I keep running because it does so many things to me and for me. And um, it just keeps me going. And now among my friends, I think my name has become synonymous with running. And so I think I'll just keep doing it. Please note that though I am a family physician, I am not your physician. My goal is to provide a platform for educational purposes and for all matters pertaining to health and personal development. The words and other content provided here or in any linked materials are not intended as medical advice and do not reflect those of 
any organization that I'm employed by or affiliated with. Please consult your doctor for your specific needs. Thank you. New year, new me, new resolutions, new vision boards, new goals setting. That's the trend, isn't it? Yes, it is. I know because that was a that was a trend I followed year in, year out. But unfortunately, somewhere around February and March, I was disappointed because I couldn't meet up with my expectation. I was frustrated. I felt like a failure. But the reason why this was happening was because I didn't think through my goals at the very beginning. I didn't think of through them and I didn't think about what I actually needed to, I didn't think about what I actually needed to reach them to accomplish these goals. Statistics prove that only 8% of people actually crush their goals. That means only 8% of people buckle down and engage their goals long enough to get results. The remaining 92%, they continue to struggle, give up, start again, and it's just a roller cycle. I wanna share a different approach to being present for the new year and beyond so that our dreams and aspiration can come to fruition. And not only will it come to fruition, but it will be in a realistic and a doable way without losing steam or getting flustered when we get off track. Here are my top five questions that you need to ask yourself. It's more of an in-one reflection, right? So it's pertaining to your soul, your body, and your spirit. So the first one has to do with the soul. The first three will actually have to do with the soul. So in-one reflection of lessons learned from the previous year. What a year, right? 2020 tested us. It tested us all the way. Now, we cannot live in the past. Yes, I agree. But suddenly, to avoid repeated mistakes, we need to know what worked and what didn't. We need to know what, did, what, what we got out of the experience because it wasn't for nothing. It was something thought within that whole 2020 experience. Definition of, of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. So we need to pause for inward reflection before making goals so that we can avoid you know, roadblocks. Now, a few lessons that I learned that I will take it with me as I set my goals for this year and beyond, and beyond is uncertainty leads to creativity. So I made good use of my brain, the reactive part of my brain, like areas that I didn't even know I had. I pushed myself and learned how to be engaged. I launched my company, Living at Your Finest. I started a podcast and a YouTube channel. And so out of all the pain that I suffered in 2020, I, I was able to sit back and find out what was I supposed to do. My late father struggled with insomnia for years. And unfortunately, his last parting words were, I am tired, I am tired. Now he's resting in God's bosom. And I, I thank God for that. But I developed a mission out of that to understand the importance of sleep to the human body, something that we take for granted because we live in a super busy world. So we do not learn to slow down. But 2020 made me slow down and made me back and back upon the journey of learning about sleep and teaching it as well. 
I also learned how to be adjustable. So many changes happened and we know that the only constant thing in life, right, is change. The only constant in life is change. So we need to be ready to adjust appropriately. 2020 suddenly taught us this because we went from being locked down to being let loose to virtual schooling to being back in school. It was just one thing after the other. So we need to be adjustable. You know, I read somewhere where you write your vision in pen, but your plans in pencil. Just prosper where you're planted. So whatever life brings to you, just prosper there. You know, I, my vision that I tell myself that I do whatever I do unto the glory of God. So whatever the situation is with the help of God that I do it unto the glory of God and not unto man. And another thing I learned was to be ready, be ready and informed. So it's like an ant that stores up things for when it's stores up things when it's plentiful because you never know the rainy day. And it also reminds me of the story in the Bible where the 10 virgin, um, you know, only five of them was prepared to go for a wedding with Jesus when he came. The other five were struggling to go get the, what they needed. So we need to always be ready. And of course, for us to be ready, we need to be informed. We need to do our research because there's going to be tons of information thrown at us. We need to just trust but verify all information. I learned a big lesson about my health. I mean, I've all, I mean I'm a family physician, so I do understand the importance. But I understood more that it's not just physical health, but mental health that was relevant. We need to listen to our bodies because it will speak to us. It will tell us what it needs if we listen. More to come later. Right relationships, picking up those right relationships. Everybody cannot be our friends at the same time. There are time, there's, you know, the Bible says there's time for everything under the sun, time, time to die, time to play, time to be born. So it's the same thing with friendships. But when we are within those friendships, we need to value those friendships. We need to value, um, you know, the, the time. So that we need to nourish them, you know, like the plants and appreciate, you know, that there's just a season and while we're in that season I, I read somewhere where it needs to be like the soil so the right condition like water fresh experiences sunlight regular um, positivity and patience for it to grow so right relationships I learned a lot about right relationships I'm so grateful for the relationships I was able to um, create and, and foster during the pandemic um, nothing grows automatically so we do need to to nurture them now number two another aspect on the soul that we need to question ourselves is who am i capable of becoming how will i feel and behave as that person when i've achieved those goals in the seven facets of holistic health which i summarize again as a spirit soul and body so is that in my physical how am i going to become my occupational um, career, my social life, my environment, my emotion, my intellectual, my finances. How do I achieve these goals? Is this based on my limiting beliefs or my current situations? Am I being realistic? Are these things that I can do now? Is that these things that I can do later? So these are the questions that we need to ask ourselves before we go writing down all those goals. I know, we, you know, as a child of God, I know that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, but I also need wisdom of God to direct me when to do them and when to pursue them. I also need to know when I'm afraid because we do not have the spirit of fear, but of a sound mind. So if it is fear that is the factor that is holding me back, then I need to challenge myself and go out of my comfort zone um, 
put a blanket around what scares me and what frightens me. I started a YouTube channel and a podcast and believe me, I held on for so many years, but I said, you know what, I'm gonna do this. Even if I make mistakes, I'm going to learn off of it. And I've been learning and I'm growing every day, All right? Research proves that 39.5% of people actually accomplish their goals when they write them down. So again, as we're talking about our, our, our minds, write them down. When you write them down, you visualize them. When you visualize them, you actual, actualize them. And it's also so important that not only do you write them down, but 76.7% of people achieve their goals when they have reliable accountability. And this can come in several forms. It could be a friend, a family member, a mentor, or a coach. So remember those when you are putting your goals down for this year, it helps you to be present, be in what you're writing and not just writing it superficial. Thank you for your support to the Living at Your Finest podcast. Friendly reminder to please subscribe on iTunes if you have not done so already. Share the podcast within your circle of influence and please leave a review. I would love to hear from you. What are the rules and roadblocks that I'm living by or holding me back? This is number three question that I need to ask myself. And again, this has to do with my spirit, soul, and body. This definitely is so important that we understand this because if we don't get it, we're not going to be able to be successful at the goals that we set. So what has stopped me from getting started in whichever area of my life? Um, you know, what have I attempted in the past? What worked, what didn't work, what distracted me, what discouraged me? Um, you know, what is that spiral cycle that we, that we go through over and over? So we need to dig deep and identify those obstacles and roadblocks and distractions so that we don't jump into that same hole again, creating the same hole. You know, the key is to find patterns and cycles that we've encountered in the past and find similarities and root issues that have occurred so that we can be successful and we can live at our finest health and personal development. Consider things as simple as punctuality. Like for me, it's so funny, I, you know, until I, until I learned that getting somewhere on time is actually being late. That was the habit that I had. I had to learn that I need to prepare the day before because that makes me successful the next day. So what are those habits? Just paying attention, looking at them, you know, it really does go a long way. So if they're roadblocks, is it working for you? Is it helping you? Is it serving you right? Is it making you show up in the world? Again, paying attention to what those roadblocks and what rules do you make for yourself? Are there rules that you need to shift? Is it just a cultural thing? Is it serving you? Is there a better way to, to, to you know, modify those rules? These are the questions that we need to ask. Now, we're coming to the tail end. I'm gonna talk about our buddies. Very, very important about our buddies. Where we live, our temple, our temple, our temple. Very, very important for us to be present. We have to be intentional about our health needs. I spoke a little bit about this earlier on when I talked about lessons learned in 2020. Definitely for me to excel and be present, I need to pay attention to my body's needs. How can we find out what our body needs? We need to go for our annual physical, to not put that off. I did that many years ago and my health was just 
deranged because derailed rather because I, I I wasn't seeking medical attention. So we need to take time off. We need to pause, get go for a checkup, go for annual physical. I have a, a video on YouTube that speaks about what our health markers are for us to be aware of what those numbers are, what we need to be checking for. We need to take care of our temple. We need to take care of our health because if that is not strong and healthy, we cannot do anything else. So that is very important. We need to listen. We need to check. We need to make sure that we're addressing it. And then the last but not the least is our spirit. Spirit, spirit. We are spirit beings. We are real spirits. We need to connect with God, who is our maker of heaven and earth. He knows the beginning from the end, and he knows what our calling in calling is and what we're we're brought, what we're made, what we're made for. So we need to connect with him. He's our life source. We can't do anything on our own. It's impossible unless we get that. We are just going to be in a roller cycle, just thinking that we can get it all done by ourselves. We might be struggling and pushing through, but how about an easier way by going to the life source, which is God? You know, um, it's so important. The Bible says that he keeps in perfect peace those whose minds stay upon him, who rests upon him. So that's a powerful scripture. And I live by that. I try my best every day to live by that. I write down my goals. I write down my objectives. And I say, God, guide me, give me the wisdom, help me to be able to achieve these. I don't need to figure it out on my own. I have God's help. He will direct me to the people and the opportunities that I can value, right? That will add value to my life and I can add value to theirs. So remember your dreams are possible and you can crush your overall goals this year and beyond by being present in these five main aspects, questions that I, I, I spoke about. It involves your spirit, it involves your, your body and it involves your mind. I hope you've picked up one or two things that will set you up for success in the new year and beyond. It's not about new year resolutions. It's not about... Um, you know, vision boards, which are good, don't get me wrong, but you got to do the inside work to be present. And then you can, you know, shine and excel. Um, it has to be adjustable. It has to be realistic. Again, remember that it's not a sprint. Um, it's, it's, it's a journey that we must all go through and we have to give ourselves grace to learn and grow. Until next time on Living at Your Finest podcast, remember together we can triumph as women health champions because we need to. We deserve to, and we most certainly can achieve to live at our finest holistic health. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Living at Your Finest podcast. My hope is that as you have been informed, you would be transformed to take actionable steps to triumph at Living at Your Finest health and personal development. For more in-depth content on best practices to ensure that you live at your finest daily, join me on Facebook and YouTube at Living at Your Finest with Dr. Babs, where we can learn together. You know, my favorite hashtag, hashtag healthier together. See you soon. Take care and God bless.